0: Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the City of Roses, City of Bridges, Stump Tam PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, Gary the Six Man Hassan, undefeated. Un.
1: We are, we are we are tied with the number one spot right now we are the number one stunners the ill na the best there is the best there was we're going to the championship <laughs> yeah baby hey we're in the mix right now one and o, baby we are and it feels so good like i mean i was just so happy uh you know with with watching these guys go out and play so many exciting parts to that game last night uh it's gonna be a great season
0: it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. I do want to talk to you about this game a little bit. One, it's so nice to see Blazer basketball again. I feel like this offseason was excruciatingly long for one reason or another. I don't know what it is. But for some reason, it felt like it took so long to get back to basketball.
1: Mm-hmm. Am I the only one? I mean, I feel like not only the um, off season was long, but I feel like once we found out, you know, we tanked. Essentially, for what we thought was going to be n- no reason last season, uh, you know, uh, ha- having a, a a lackluster season, getting the, the seventh pick, you know, it it almost seems like, you know, oh, no, you know, we tank for no reason. You know, mm. it's going to be another long season next year, but watching number 17 out there last night, <sighs> just for some right. step backs, some fadeaways, Ooh, some dunks and defense, man. He was doing
0: a little bit of everything, man. Take me to the Sharp show. Please take me to the Sharp show.
1: <laughs> there wasn't enough shade and Sharp yeah, for me. I mean, he he played what? 16 minutes. He, he shot 4 or 6. He had 12 points and just from from my perspective, it just seemed like he was very confident um and you know, for him to only be 19 in it and to go out mm-hmm. there and take some of the shots like he was taking like those were pretty, like, some of those shots, you know, were pretty pretty difficult, you know, to, to go out and hit, you know, some of those step backs and hit the threes. And he made it look so easy. So effortless. Yeah. The, the kid is smooth. Mm-hmm. Very smooth. And I think I am just so excited just to see where things go for the future. Um, I want to try to see... You know, if Chauncey can somehow get him some more minutes, you know, because he only played 16 minutes, you know, him and Eubanks were at 16. Uh, but, man, I, I'd like to see him maybe get, you know, 24 to 28 minutes, you know, if if possible, you know, because I. OK, go ahead. OK, I hear that. Mm-hmm. And and
0: my my fandom mm-hmm. says the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But you also got to remember, he's a 19 year old rookie mm-hmm. and. If history tells us anything, eventually these young rookies hit a wall. Mm-hmm. The league figures them out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they slow down. Some damn near stop. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's going to happen to Sharp this season? And if it does, how many games is it going to take take him to overcome that?
1: I mean, I think that's why you 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 got to play him more now. Right. You know, with uh, with GP being out now, this is mm-hmm. the time to get him more minutes off the bench. You know, this is the the time, you know, to to let him go in and make those mistakes, you know, because now he's not going to be mm-hmm. l- looking over his shoulder, having another person behind him, you know, waiting to come in, you know, if he makes a mistake, um, you know, and I think right. that for Sharp, I mean, he he really didn't play a full season uh Like his his last full season, you know, is basically high school. Right. So it's like in high school, what do you play play like, like 25 to 38 games or something like that, you know, depending on the preseason and depending on how how good your team is, you know, if you're traveling and this and that, whatever. I don't know. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we could probably see him, you know, start to get tired, maybe around the all star break or maybe around. Christmas, or something like that, but also it just depends on how much he's playing. Um, you know, I think, but also he is a freak athlete, right? He's a, a freak athlete, and it's good too. You know, I think we we talked a little about this before, but he's in a great position because you know, unlike some of these, these other <clears throat> top picks, those guys have to go in and play starter minutes, those guys have to you know, uh, go in and try to dominate. <clears throat> but with him, he has Damien, he has you know heart he has simons he has grant he has all these guys in front of him you know that can give him some tutelage and give him some love and you know to Mm -hmm. where sharp doesn't have to have that pressure of you know coming in and playing like the uh, top 10 draft pick right right i mean he
0: is playing like a top 10 draft pick Mm -hmm. in fact well we're gonna get into this later but is it too early to start thinking about rookie of the
1: year hmm man I I think that, you know, based on watching him for one game, I mean, I've always been big on Sharp. I was so happy we took him, um, you know, from the second that I've seen him playing last season, you know, and I heard about the things at Kentucky, I did not yeah. care. I, I I, wanted this guy. I want to Portland <laughs> uh, to, 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 to take a chance on him. And, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm thankful, you know, we got him. You know, I'm thankful, you know, we're going to have him locked up here, you know, for some time. Yeah, um, but I but, think- okay.
0: Okay, let's let's not get too far into Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. I know I jumped the gun here. Mm-hmm. I know I jumped the gun. Before we get there, let's talk about this game. So mm-hmm. the Blazers, for those of you who weren't able to catch it, the Blazers beat the Kings. Okay, and it was a close game. Mm-hmm. I will say I don't think we trailed by more than ten points all game. But the third was no. Excuse me. The, the second quarter was a little rough. Uh, but then josh hart came out and scored what was it like 12 or 14 points in the third quarter to keep the blazers alive when it looked like everybody was a little discombobulated i mean nobody was getting to their spots the the Kings seemed to be rotating the blazers around so that they could get whatever they wanted and most of the time it was in the paint Mm -hmm. to be honest Mm -hmm. uh But Josh Hart came through for us, man. Like, how big is that to have a guy like Josh Hart who could literally do a little bit of everything for
1: this team? Yeah. Like, we are so lucky to have this guy. Um, One of my friends actually made a comparison that that Josh Hart might be like a modern-day Wesley Matthews. And to a a certain extent, I said, okay, kind of. But, you know. I mean,
0: how are you going to say modern day Wesley Matthews when Wesley Matthews is still in the league?
1: Yeah, but he's not the <laughs> but he's not the same Wesley though. Like <laughs> he's not, he's not. But <laughs> that's true. But just his his point was, you know, just 3 and D. Uh, you know, and just something that And his tenacity exactly, to keep at it. Exactly. And something that I liked about Wesley, that I like about Josh is that they don't care about who's on the other end. They're going to guard you whether <laughs> you're Five eleven or seven feet tall, you know, and I think that, right. uh, you know, Josh Hart being six five and you know, being first or second rebounds, you know, like every single game, just 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 shows that he, he doesn't play like he's six five. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of these Blazers do that. Like you know, they they might be listed at uh, you know six feet or six three or six five or six eight, but these guys play like they're seven feet tall. A majority yeah, of them, man. not all of them. I
0: mean, <laughs> I mean they have to <laughs> yeah. though, right? Because that's that's what our roster construction is. Is we're undersized, man, right. and we're gonna be undersized for most of these teams. And I think you know maybe Chauncey's uh, game plan was to play more small ball. Right. I mean, it it just goes to show like it probably was considering we only have one legitimate seven footer on the team.
1: Yeah, right. And I mean, the guys that we have on the roster that are seven feet weigh about 132 pounds you know what i'm saying so it's like like, you know oh yeah
0: that's right i I take that back because we did just sign a two-way yeah uh uh, first what was he seven one but he's like
1: a buck 70 (laughs) (laughs) yeah right and and you know i just think that uh you know just to have guys like heart and guys like grand winslow and stuff like guys that are the guys that aren't necessarily like giants by their position but they're giants by their heart and they're giants by the way they play we're so lucky to have those mm-hmm. guys because that's the exact type of guys that we need here in rip city is guys that for one want to be here and for two just play like some dogs out there and go out and get it man you know yeah, I mean we
0: got we got a lot of dogs on the team, and we got some pit bulls, man. Mm-hmm. We got some Rottweilers, some 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 Dobermans. Like we got some dogs, right. and it's nice to see. Like Justice Winslow, that guy had a great game mm-hmm. last night, mm-hmm. and he made some very important plays. Mm-hmm. Josh Hart mm-hmm. was out there doing everything, leaving it all on the court. Jeremy Grant. <laughs> Let's talk about Jeremy freaking Grant. What a great addition to this team. Welcome home, young sir. Welcome
1: home. He uh, he might be the modern day Michael Jordan, Julius Serving. <laughs> this, guy, this guy was doing a little bit of everything. He was shooting. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't he go was, that far. He part. was blocking everything. <laughs> he, he, he was dunking on cats. Like... But like the, yeah, the one play where he how about that putback? The one play where he did that 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 putback, that two hand flush and just that that got me out of my seat. Yeah, yeah, and like he he just dunked it and then came down and just you know like he had no reaction, like he just dunked, you know, like he does it all the time. You know, there was no craziness, there was no you know pointing at him and laughing at him, doing some Sean Kemp stuff. Yeah. He just ran. You down. know that's.
0: That's, that's, you know, that, that also goes back to your other point of these guys playing bigger than what they are because Jeremy Grant's listed at six, eight, mm-hmm. and that guy is guarding. I mean, last night he was guarding one through five, Jesus, one through five. And the dude was getting rebounds. He was getting blocks. My favorite block of the night was when him and Eubanks pinned it between themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was like a slap hands moment. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. It was incredible. I love that block. That's my that may be that may end up being my favorite block of the entire season. Yeah, our But our, our team is just
1: filled with athletes all over the board.
0: Yeah, and it's nice to see finally. Mm-hmm. Like the athleticism that this team has is so refreshing. Mm-hmm. It is such a refreshing change because you throw in any of these guys on the roster, mm-hmm. you know they're going to hustle you know they're going to be able to run the court besides maybe yusuf Mm -hmm. which okay let's talk about let's talk about (laughs) nurk nurk will always be a fan favorite he will always like he will always hold a special place in my heart because that guy has sacrificed so much of his body Mm -hmm. for this team but that being said he looked a bit rusty Against the Kings. Yeah, definitely. And I he mean, looks for slow. Me,
1: for me, like, I was very shocked, you know, to, to see him come out like that, you know, because I think, you know, with him playing, uh, you know, like in the overseas games, he was over there wearing the uh, letter O just out there killing it and dominating and stuff. And I mean, so I, yeah, so I was very excited, you know, to to see him come back. Um, but I was not so excited, you know, to, to see his input and his output you know from from last night to the game yeah his production was not very good i mean he had
0: he had some spots that he looked okay but i mean for the most part and look i know a lot of people like to criticize him over the fact that he just doesn't dunk like a seven footer but guys one he's not a seven footer he's not a true seven footer but two that's not really the european style of play either so i think at this point uh, from this point on we should probably take that off the table right nurk is never going to be that guy that's going to be dunking on fools even though he did that in the euro league mm-hmm. it's a little different game than it is in the nba but the guy just seemed like he couldn't finish around the rim in this game and i look i think nurk just needs to shake off the rust a little bit uh it was a weird season last year it just With the injuries and the lack of playing time for some of these guys and I think one We need to temper our expectations for the first 20 games or so Mm -hmm. But two, like nurk is one of those guys on the other side of the coin nurk is one of those guys That's been here, right? And I think there's an expectation from a lot of us fans that he's gonna come out and be the nurk of old like the nurk pre leg injury Um, And I'm not so sure that we're going to get that nerf back, but there's something mental going on. And it kind of seems to be his MO. There's something mental going on with this guy because, look, the guy's never going to have the conditioning that we all hope he's going to have, right? Never. He's just not that kind of player. He's a big, lumbering big man. Mm -hmm. And if he's going to play that way, he better get his mind right because... If he's gonna be missing these easy layups, if he's gonna be if he's gonna be messing around around the hoop, and if he, if he's not gonna be able to catch the pass that that's coming in from Dame, because there were so many times where he bobbled the 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 pass into the paint mm-hmm. from Dame. Mm-hmm. And it was I mean, it's a good look. And he just bobbled it. And, you know, if he's gonna be having those mental mistakes, we're gonna have some issues, man, because he's Legitimately, the only legitimate starting—excuse uh, me, starting center yeah. on this team. Yeah. Really, the only legitimate center we have on the team. And if and if he's having troubles, look, some of these teams with with actual bigs that can the really play—they're <laughs> gonna hurt us. They're gonna <laughs> hurt the team. I mean, it's gonna be tough sledding for these guys.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not looking forward to playing teams, um, you know, such as the Timberwolves, such as the Suns, the such Sixers, as the Sixers Boston, Denver, Boston,
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, even the Grizz, like yeah. it's going to be tough. It's going to be, it's going to be tough for Nurk, And, and I think the, if the Blazers are going to do right by Nurk, mm-hmm. they got to bring in somebody else to help yeah. because Drew Eubanks is not the answer. I look, no. Drew Banks is cool. I mean, I I dig Drew Banks, you know, go OSU, but uh my my issue is that he's also undersized for a center. Yeah. And he's not the most athletic center I've ever seen. I mean, he's far from the worst, you know, the the least athletic, but he's not he's not going to be able to hold it together if Nurk ends up in foul trouble or is having a terrible game. Mm-hmm. It's Drew Banks is not the answer.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean it's it's it's, you know, it's gonna be interesting, I think. Um so I mean, you know, we've we've been talking about all these guys that are, you know, playing bigger than they are are listed. And, you know, Nurkic isn't a true seven footer. Um, but just like you said <clears throat> if he gets in foul trouble if he gets hurt who's gonna start the, who's gonna start for us drew banks Eubanks? Is yeah. brown I mean, you banks yeah i gonna come in do? is walker gonna, what are you gonna do gonna play more you know i mean
0: that's another thing is greg brown is is not ready I, what is he six seven
1: man who knows
0: i mean he's he's not ready to play big time minutes at, at the five spot i mean really i don't think anybody on this roster is besides Nurkic. greg brown is but... 6,
1: 7, 206. wow
0: <laughs> i'm telling you man it's this team is gonna have a hard time against other teams that have legitimate bigs on their team and i and i understand the the idea that small ball may win out but it's I, look, I don't think it's going to help out against teams like the Timberwolves or, or especially teams built like the Sixers mm-hmm. because we just can't compete with that. There's too much size. Like, Denver is going to dominate, especially with, with their point guard back.
1: Um, and, and last night, too, you know, I think we we talked a little about uh, – so I think the, the closing five was Damian – Ant, Hart, Grant, and Winslow. Right. And and, right. and Grant's listed at what, six seven or six eight? Mm-hmm. And you know, Dames six three, six two, yeah. Ants, six three, Hart, you know, six five. I don't I mean Winslow's six six. Yeah, Winslow's six six. You know, I think that yeah. uh you know, we we talk about these guys <clears throat> playing bigger, but man, it's gonna be tough seeing them go against Denver and trying to, you know block out the yeah. the joker or block out Embiid beat or i'm telling you right now
0: it's not going to happen and that shouldn't be in the game plan because it's not going to happen i mean i understand maybe you can you can try and run run Jokic out but i don't think it's going to happen man it's just not with with a guy that's that skilled it's just not going to happen but i do want to say the bright spots were josh hart jeremy grant and please for the love of god take me to the sharp show <laughs> I Man, I want to live there. Yeah. I, I will buy a ticket to that show
1: every day of the week. Yeah. Man, this man, 19 years old, 12 points, 4-6 from the field, 16 minutes, 3-for-3, three 1-for-2 three, from the foul line. And a was it one dunk or two dunks? I don't know i don't remember Doesn't but matter. i do remember the the first dunk he had
0: of the game and it was amazing
1: was absolutely amazing and so again just it just seems like the game just comes to him so easy because it's like mm-hmm. he's a very efficient shooter you know his his uh plus minus was was plus eight so that's amazing um yeah and he's not he's not forcing shots he's not you know something that that I watch, you know, when I'm watching games twos, you know, like I'm watching how, how, how guys are reacting when they don't have the ball in their hand, you know, how guys mm-hmm. are reacting, you know, when they're, when they're sitting on the bench. And this dude, whether he's on the court, on the bench or whatever, <laughs> he's engaged. He's yes. paying attention, he's focused, you know, he he might have like a little kawaii in him, uh, you know, to where he's, he's very shy and not animated, but he's a killer. And I like that.
0: Straight up. He's a he's a he's got a license to kill, man. Uh look, I think the takeaways from this Kings game is Grant and Hart were the best Blazers on the court mm-hmm. by far. Mm-hmm. Uh we have something in Shaden Sharp. He looks like he's going to be a star, possibly a rookie of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take some more time for Dame and Ant to figure out their chemistry to develop a rhythm. Nurk is a little rusty, but he's still got time to figure it out the team may be small but they got a lot of dog in them and a lot of heart and grit and grit true grit but look man we got to get to our uh our ad read here and then we're, we're gonna get back to some way too early predictions for this season nba fans the wait is over Basketball is back, so tip off this season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So let's let's get into these way too early predictions here. So the first one I wanna bring up, and, and you had talked about this, actually we had talked about this kind of extensively previously, but Justice Winslow. Portland is developing a, I don't know what you want to call it, but there's a reputation. I feel that's starting here in Portland, at least within the fan base that players come here to revitalize their career, right? And Justice Winslow, granted, he wasn't in the league that long before he came to us with well, five or six years. But the question is, is Justice Winslow reviving his career here in Portland?
1: Is, is the Rose City going to take him back to prominence? so the new moniker for the rose city is revitalize city because you come here there is there's nothing to do but sit around and and what go to clog stores and kayaking stores (laughs) and hiking stores and stuff like that hold up hold up (laughs) do you have a pair of clogs i do do you really do you really yeah yeah so i've got some clogs with the with the goldfish like in the heels oh they're so you wear those
0: crocs too? you wear crocs <laughs> i do
1: not wear crocs i'm not Dude, crocs
0: crocs look i thought crocs fell off the face of the planet they for should. a little while and they then should. they came back with a vengeance <laughs> they should fall off the face of everything. <laughs> <laughs> They should fall off anybody's feet wearing them i'll tell you that much But, uh, that being said, I kind of want to try a pair. I've never tried Crocs.
1: Yeah. I've, I've never tried it and I, and I can't get into it. I mean, like people can definitely pull them off. Maybe, uh, Jay, but me, (laughs) I I can't do it, man. I, I, I just, I hear
0: they're great river shoes and living in the Rose city. Like you need some good river shoes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, so yeah, I mean, so I just think, you know, you, you look at his, uh, career, you know, just like you look at uh, some of these other guys, you know, that, that may have had, you know, like dwindling NBA careers, you know, maybe somebody like Mo Harkless or Shabazz or, you know, some of these guys Aminu. Yeah, Amino and, and the, the, the list goes on and on and on. And, and you know maybe it could be said as the same, you know, for Winslow. You know, when you look at him in 2020 he averaged six point eight points. Uh in twenty twenty one he averaged four point two points. And then, twenty twenty one, when he got here with Portland, ten point seven with six point three rebounds. And this year, I mean, after one game, he's at <laughs> eleven points and eight small eight, sample size in eight three. rebounds. But still, his 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 plus minus for the game was plus twenty one. And you know, right? He's he's playing one through five. He's playing the, the point because he's bringing the ball off the court, but he's also mm-hmm. playing the five. You know, they had him they had him in there or or you know maybe four or five you know with grant but still he he's out there getting hustle plays he he's out there doing a lot that that some people don't even notice too and you know i think that you know winslow's gonna be one of those guys to where he might have been borderline even out of the league maybe Mm -hmm. but you know he he comes here you know as a throw-in you know for the trade and you know he gave us, you know, some good minutes and good stats and stuff like that last season. And he's he's
0: carved th- himself out a role oh, here yeah. in Portland, and I think it just goes to show that there is a system for everybody, mm-hmm. right? There is a if if you're struggling on a team, like there is another team out there that is running a system that is catered to your play style, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of it's kind of a two edged sword there because that's kind of the unfortunate thing is that a lot of these players get forgotten about because they're in a system that doesn't work for their play style Mm -hmm. and then they're out of the league then what do you do right but i think it's it's fortunate for winslow that he made it to the rose city i think it's it's fortunate for us fans to see a guy like that who may have been struggling on on another team but then comes here and is i mean without winslow they probably don't win that
1: game last night yeah, they, they probably don't win the game. And I think that, uh, you know, there's a reason why he he was brought in by the Heat. You know, like those guys bring in like a certain type of player. You know, they mm-hmm. they like guys like Wade. They like guys like Haslam. You know, just dogs. Just guys that, you know, so again, play bigger, you know, than they're listed. Uh, you know, and I think that's what they wanted with uh, Winslow. But again, mm-hmm. you have to have a player that fits a certain type of need for your, for your team. And, you know, and I think that, for us, the dude fits so well with us because he can do a multitude of different things. And that's exactly what we need here, too. Um, you know, so I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. he he's trying to play his way back into the league and back into like a, a good contract. And also, you know, he's not trying to do anything that's outside of himself. He's just right. going out and playing great, great defense, has a good plus minus, and he's rebounding mm-hmm. the ball. And that's what we need. Like, we need guys that are going to come in and rebound because, you know, Sometimes our, our our big guys aren't the best rebounders, and also too. Uh, Grant had eight rebounds last night, which
0: not too shabby not too for shabby. a guy who was who was pegged as a guy who can't rebound. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> not too shabby. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Next, way too early prediction. Let's do it. Who is going to be the number one and number two scorer for this team? Honestly,
1: number one, number one is going to be Dame, and it should be Dame, I think. But I think, man, if if anything, number two has to be Grant. This guy, he really actually shocked me last night. Like, so I said this a little bit before, but I really wanted Portland to trade for John Collins. Um, oh, yeah, me too. And, um, you know, when, when Portland got got Grant, you know, I was, so I was excited, uh, you know. I had I had watched a, a little bit of him play, um, mm-hmm. but you know we had some people mention on our our TikTok page that they were sad to to not have Grant play for the Pistons anymore. And I think that after one game of watching this guy play, like this guy can do a lot of different things that we haven't had here in Rip City, you know, for a long time. Right. And I, I didn't realize that he was so good at putting the ball down, like on the floor, because I kind of thought he was more of a a shooter. Uh, you know, like a catch and shoot type type guy, or mm-hmm. or maybe like a pick a pick and pop guy. But he can really put the ball down on the ground, you know. And he can really play some good solid defense. I mean, he was out there guarding De'Aaron Fox for a majority of the game.
0: <laughs> also, that might be why De'Aaron Fox put as
1: many points up as he did. But this is also true, and and <laughs> that's and that's why too. Like, I'm kind of shocked they didn't put Hart. On Fox, just to give Grant some mm-hmm. some rest time, or or maybe yeah, have those two like going back and forth, you know. But uh-huh. I don't know. You know that's that's another thing is
0: Chauncey still figuring it out. He is okay. This this is his first legitimate season as the coach of the Trailblazers with a a healthy roster, and you gotta again you gotta give him time. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that looks like twenty games, mm-hmm. twenty to twenty five games. And we're gonna see exactly who this team is Mm -hmm. their identity is gonna form and take shape and it's I think it's gonna be for the better I think it's gonna be good Mm -hmm. but I also don't want to put that out into the ether just yet because (laughs) we don't know Uh, but but all signs are pointing to yes this is gonna be a good a good team there are still going to be moves that need to happen I think but you know they've got some they've got some good pieces. I mean, you got some good veteran pieces, and you've got some good young pieces mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm gonna agree with you with Dame and Grant being the number one and two uh, scores on the team, respectively. But I also think Josh Hart's gonna get thrown in the mix there. Man. I think he might. I think he might.
1: No Simon. He huh?
0: might give Grant. You know. I think simon's got his payday and a lot of times in professional sports once you get that payday you fall off a little bit Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. until you get a dose of humble pie and then you figure things out again so i i i don't know about simon's i i like simon's i i'm still big on on simon's but i think he may be hitting that Post payday
1: slump if you will so at uh so at what point if if you're chauncey you know yeah it, and we have sharp playing well we have <laughs> gp coming back so at, yeah. so at what point you know if you're chauncey would you look at moving simons to the bench hey that's the rub right
0: mm. because you have so many guards so many so many of those tweeners like the two and three spot right mm. that you can play and there's only so many minutes to go around. That's why I think there's still gonna be a move uh this season where we end up moving one of the one or two of those guard small forward uh position players. I think that Simons is getting paid too much to come off the bench. Hmm. Where I see Sharp fitting in is maybe Hart doesn't get the start come the midway point in the season and i can see sharp filling in there and granted you got to remember like we're not we're not talking about hockey rotations here we're talking about you know a a sliding rotation where you could slide ant to the to the one and put you know keep heart at the three or or the two and you know like heart heart and sharp can play the two and the three uh, interchangeably right Mm -hmm. so I don't know, man. The, the biggest wrinkle, I think, is when GP2 comes back because that's another guy that can guard in spurts one through five. Mm-hmm. And if he comes back, who are you going to take minutes from? You're not going to take them from Simon's. The way Hart's playing, you're not going to take him from Hart. So naturally, it's going to have to come from Sharp. But again, that's the rub. If Sharp's playing as well as he is, mm-hmm. if he gets better mm-hmm. as as time goes on,
1: do we see Hart's minutes decrease? Yeah, I mean, you, and and is that the right move? Yes, I mean, you you might see Hart's minutes go go down because I mean, he played 38 minutes. Dane was at 37. Simons was at 36. But also too, I mean, you you got to look at somebody like Nas. I mean, he played yeah. 10 minutes last night. And he went over two from the field and over two from the, the free throw line he had two boards one assist one steal but man you know we're we're not paying him to do that
0: yeah but also this guy's coming off of an injury that sidelined him for the majority of the season last year yeah, yeah. it's gonna take him some time like i said yeah give him like for a guy like nas like give him 10 to 15 games to see if he can come back because if he does come back that's a hell of a contract Mm -hmm. that is a steal amazing contract (laughs) (laughs) but if he doesn't it's Mm -hmm. still very tradable not that i want to trade nas Mm -hmm. like if i had it my way i'd i'd keep all these guards and 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 small forwards Mm -hmm. but I mean that's that's the predicament that this franchise is in. Is you got so many players that play the same positions, what are you gonna do? So again, in our our way too early predictions, do you who do you foresee getting traded if it were to come down to that? If a move's gonna be made, who's getting moved? If Sharp ends up playing consistent i'm gonna say amazing basketball
1: i mean i don't know i think i think it's got to be one of those one of those guys still like i think it's it still has to be hart winslow combined or hart and winslow separate um you know because because we just have so many guys that all play the same position and a lot of these other guys, you know, Simons, Dame, Sharp, Little, these guys are all, you know, in new contracts or or, mm-hmm. or longer contracts and stuff. And some of the guys that have shorter contracts, Grant, I mean, we don't wanna get, get rid of him. We wanna keep him, um, you know. And yeah. And Well, you're
0: not gonna trade any of your
1: bigs because
0: no. you have so few of them. Well, they might
1: trade him for a guy that's six one or six
0: two. Who knows? <laughs> let's get a six-one power forward. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I'm here, baby. <laughs> I'm here.
1: Spurs, I'm here.
0: <laughs> so, so let me ask you this hypothetical, uh-huh. and maybe this is a little blasphemous, but let's let's go down that road. Mm-hmm. If Sharp ends up playing rookie of the rookie of the blah, 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 blah. let me rewind that. If Sharp starts playing rookie of the year basketball.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: do you consider
1: trading simons Uh, that's tough because i think that if if dame you know was younger I, i would definitely be more inclined to trade simons but i just think it's just tough because again it's it's tough to find guys that are durable tough tough to find guys that want to play here in portland and yep. tough to keep young players here too. And, you know, we just have such a, a record of trading young guys. And then they turn out to be like, I don't know, the best players of their position. <laughs> and it, it, it's just tough because it's like, you know, if if we were to, to make a trade, we, we would want somebody back, you know, that's like an all-star caliber. But when's the last time that, that we've traded a top tier player in, in our eyes and then got an all-star back. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> exactly.
0: I really couldn't tell you. So, I mean, Uh y- you're right, man. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those hypothetical scenarios that is interesting to me because again, you have so many players that play the same position and mm-hmm. play them pretty well. Mm-hmm. And to have a 19 year old kid come out and look like, sharp show does mm-hmm. i'm coining that by the way sharp show okay all right look for t-shirts soon <laughs> <laughs> uh you know you you gotta you i personally can't help but think about that mm-hmm. and again i love our guards mm-hmm. i love them i think they each bring something different to the table and they're all good and mm-hmm. But you, I think, I think if Sharp plays that well, you legitimately have to think about it because Anthony Simons is playing or is is getting paid twenty five. What he's got a hundred million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. It's still tradable. Yeah, the guy still has a lot of value in this league. Like people are gonna want him. Mm-hmm. If Sharp is out playing Simons, it's almost a no brainer to me because you're trying to you're still trying to build around Mm Dame, which say he's aging okay sure but let's be real about it he's still in his prime if you're still trying to build around dame and you got a guy like sharp that's going to be rookie of the year possibly and can throw down i mean he can he can score from anywhere on the court and he plays good defense Mm -hmm. I don't I, I'm hesitant to say great yet just because it's a small sample size but he plays good defense Good is fair yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he, I would say he plays better defense than Simon's yeah
1: definitely definitely
0: Uh, and the fact that if you were to trade Simon's say you package him with somebody else or pick or whatever you could legitimately get an all-star player you could depending on who's available. Yeah. And at that point, my God, I hope it's a big.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be, that'd be great, you know, to, to, to package Simon's and maybe a big or, or like a draft pick or something and get back, you know, a good, a good young center or, you know, a good young power forward or something. But like, who knows what's going to be available. Um, or if you know somebody that you might want to get, uh, the organization wants to trade them. Who knows? I mean, we'll see. But but yeah, I mean- look
0: here's here's the hoping: the Suns are a complete dumpster fire, mm-hmm. and DeAndre Ayton is up for sale, yeah. and Shaden Sharp takes off and is is looking like Michael Jordan. Yeah, and and we can trade somebody to go get DeAndre Ayton and Nert can back up DeAndre Ayton as far as I'm concerned that would be so ideal for me <laughs> and then we and then we tank uh-huh. and get Victor <laughs> Wembanyama and play him at the four and put Grant at the three right. you got you got Dame, Sharp, Grant, Wembanyama, and DeAndre Ayton <laughs> give us the chip now. no we'd be taking the chip now sir there is no giving us we're just taking this is ours now thank you for the next five seasons (laughs) all right let's get back to our way too early predictions though we went on a hell of a tangent Mm -hmm. who's going to be the leading rebounder this season
1: leading rebounder i think that i think it's going to be um you would think just just based on the roster that it's got to be you know somebody like Nurkic or somebody like Grant but but again yeah. i i just love the way this guy plays you know he plays both both ends hard he's hustling 100% of the time it's got to be Josh Hart yeah hart hart <laughs> love yes hart love like <laughs> the dude just plays so hard and for me something something else that i love i love the faces this guy makes they oh are, yeah. they are, they are so funny. And for me, the one that that stands out is when he he fouled Harden, and then Harden punched the ball, and it came, it bounced up, and hit him in the face. And Josh Hart was just looking <laughs> around, like, "What in the did hell? See that? What in the hell? Yeah, did, you, did did he just? Huh, huh, huh?" And yeah, the dude is—he he
0: made that face when Re- Eubank screened him. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the same exact face. Yes, and yeah, yeah, I just. I just love the way this guy plays. You know, he had seven rebounds uh-huh. last night. He had, he had a steal, um, you know, and he was th- three for three f- from the free throw line. He was eight for, for mm-hmm. 11 from the field, but he just plays so hard on both ends of the court. And even in the preseason too, he, he led our team in rebounding a couple times in the preseason. and I, I, I love to see that. Yeah,
0: I, I think you're right. Uh, it's hard for me to pick one guy, but it's it, for me, it's between Hart and Grant. And I'm going to go with Grant just because he's going to be in the position to get more of them. Yeah. And I think he's going to figure it out, and he's going to get them. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's Grant. Okay. Now, let's talk about the Rookie of the Year race. Do you think Shaden Sharp has a legitimate chance?
1: Man, I love Shaden Sharp. This, this guy is absolutely amazing. Like, I, I've never... I don't know, like for me, like I really can't remember the last time. So I guess until Dame, that that people have been so excited to see a rookie play. Like, yeah, I got so many messages about you know my friends saying, you know, just screaming, "I love this guy!" You know, with sharp <laughs> shooting threes and dunking the ball and doing all these things. Like, yeah, like this guy really brings true love and you know uh, basketball viewership and stuff like that back to the city. You know, I think that. Yeah. I'm, well, he brings excitement yeah right you know and it's like a, a different level of basketball this year too you know but this team was mm-hmm. sharp but man that that boy down in Orlando he is he is something yeah. different. that guy Caro, dude that guy's a dog he had a poster dunk on Corey joseph last <sighs> night where yeah. if he would have spread his, his his legs last night he would have jumped over him and did something <laughs> filthy but I think yeah. that
0: speaking of speaking of posters yeah.
1: This was the first time I saw Dame get postered hard. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. I wasn't gonna talk about that. That was Tim that that I mentioned that it's, everybody.
0: It's it's got to be mentioned because <laughs> it was it was so brutal, man. That was. Brutal. And then to add insult to injury, dude taunts him. How are you gonna taunt Damian Lillard? Yes. I actually think that was the turning point of that game. Yeah. That oh my god, I couldn't believe that. I felt for Dame. Yeah, I was like, this is some, this is some BS. This is some bullshit. <laughs> right, cause How are you gonna do Dame dirty like that?
1: Right, because I think that was in the fourth quarter. I, I think it was Davis yeah. that that dunked on him. The, the score yeah. was 105 to 106 or something like that. And for me, when that happened, I just thought.
0: Dame time. Dame time, baby. <laughs> Dame. Dame's about yeah. to get
1: pissed off and, and, take, yeah. and take this game over. But it's nice, too, because, you know, that's what we're used to as Blazer fans, right? You know, we're used mm-hmm. to this guy getting mad and then going out and killing people. But it's good with this roster that he doesn't have to do that now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have I to. I mean, that's the thing. Like, he, he was close to a double-double, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. What He he ended up with like 20, 21 points. Was that right? Yeah. He had something like that. He had
1: Um, 20 points. Yeah. yeah, 20 points. So,
0: but, but for a long time, he was, he was sub 20 points, man. He was like at 14 points, 12 points, 14 points, like eight assists. Yeah. But what I, I'm okay with that because what I like about that is it is not solely on Dame's shoulders anymore. Mm -hmm. He's got guys that look, if Dame averages eight, nine assists, this season, this team is 100% better. Mm-hmm. 100% it is a better team because that means Dame has help. Mm-hmm. And look, man, at this stage in Dame's career, if he's got to go out and average 30-plus points a game, that's not sustainable. And the fact that we have more players on this roster that can help him out, it just, it bodes well, man. Mm-hmm. And if Dame... I, I honestly... I anticipate Dame averaging probably somewhere around 25 to 27 points this season, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping eight to nine assists, mm-hmm. especially if he's got guys like Hart dogging everybody, and Shaden Sharp coming in and dunking on
1: everyone. <laughs> yes. So, okay. Give me more. So, so back to the predictions. So if yeah. so if Dame's averaging 25 and 26 a game, yeah. do you see him being first or second team All League?
0: I can see him definitely making second team. I think, look, Dame has never gotten love, mm-hmm. right? Dame, Dame has never gotten the love that he deserves. Mm-hmm. I think if this team makes the playoffs or they're trending in that direction, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking playing, if they make the playoffs, if they are a 40-plus win team and Dame's putting up those kind of numbers, I think he definitely should make first team. I definitely think
1: he's in the MVP race. So, so would you be willing to put a, a ghost chip on that on a first? Bro, or...
0: we already have a hot chip challenge uh, going. First
1: or second team? The <laughs> first or second team? Are you saying he's not? I'm asking you, sir. No, hold on though. <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna make this
0: bet, I need to know what side you stand on here. So are you saying he's not gonna
1: make it? So I think that um, I think that if if Portland wins fifty games, then Dame's definitely gonna be first or second team. But if they don't, I don't see that. F- you say fifty games? Yeah, fifty. If I think that's I
0: think that's gonna be tough for this team to to make fifty games. I really do. Right. So yeah. So with with that being said. Yeah. I'm going to say no.
1: (laughs) But yeah, because we got to look at guys like Steph Curry. I mean, these guys are always going to be, you know, winning 60 games and 55 games and stuff like that. And then you got to think about, uh, you know, guys like Ja. That guy is Mm -hmm. out of this world. That was the next name that came to my mind. Yeah. Curry, Ja, there's Trey, but who knows? If the Hawks are going to be good or not, you know, but then, you You know,
0: it's, it's, it's dumb, but Kyrie's probably going to be up there too. Luca,
1: (laughs) Luca, a hundred percent Luca. I mean, he's, he may win MVP. Yeah, maybe, uh, you know, they, they lost a a tight one last night, but yeah, you know, I mean, they'll put it
0: together though. Mm -hmm. They're, they're a good team, but yeah, I, I no, I'm not putting a ghost chip on that.
1: Nah. Something else nah. something else that, that caught caught my eye about last night too. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about Grant. Uh honestly, like I really didn't watch a lot of him last night, but man, so when that that first quarter when uh Grant caught that three, but he caught the ball mm. up, up and he didn't bring it down above his shoulders and didn't bring it down, just like caught it, you know, just above his shoulders. Like yeah. I would love for people just to go out and try that honestly. Yeah. To, good luck to 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 catch it and then shoot it from. Try to
0: not reset yeah, your shot
1: from from twenty four to twenty six feet or something like that. Yeah. Catch it shoulder level. Don't bring the ball down. Just go all the way up and shoot.
0: Because essentially you're catching it mid shot.
1: Yeah. And then I mean
0: that that's, that's why that's how you look at it. Right.
1: That. And and then once you do that, I want you to have you know your child. Your girlfriend, your boyfriend, a trainer, the the front desk person at at somebody twenty four, running at you, run at you with a broom, and then, <laughs> and then see how many times you you make that out a twenty five. I don't know. Yeah. Because shoot ten. Yeah. Try ten. Because that is so impressive. Yes, it that is. That is so impressive, and it's the the little things like that that just shock me, you know, because. Mm-hmm. For one, just to see how how far a, a three-point line is. For two, just to have the the muscle memory and the the know-how, just to catch that, just all all one motion, and to not bring it low and just go up and shoot is amazing. That grants the truth, man. That dude really impressed me, and I'm so thankful. You know, we have him. So, mm-hmm.
0: it's definitely the little things, like obviously the big things, like his box score, but and how efficient he was but like it's the little things like that that Mm -hmm. make me so happy he is on this roster and the Blazers went out there and snatched him up before somebody else could uh, Uh, I 100% agree agree with you now last last way too early prediction Gary Mm -hmm. is Nurk gonna finish the season as a Blazer
1: (laughs) for me honestly I hope so Um,
0: don't lie I don't
1: I don't care what anybody says. I love Narkic. Um, probably 12 ish years ago. I, I tore my Achilles and it was one of the worst Mm -hmm. things ever. I, I still can't even run right till this day. So I mean, obviously, you know, the, the rehab and stuff like that is different for the NBA Mm -hmm. as opposed to no rehab for me at all. But, uh, (laughs) But I mean, we're all human, man. You know, we all have a human element to ourselves and a flesh element. And just you always have that like in the back of your head, like, oh, I snapped my leg in half. Oh, I tore my Achilles. Oh, I, you know, broke this or or whatever. And for me, popped your front tooth out, popped your front tooth out poked your eye out you know you, you all these all these that's, that's a little dramatic all these different things all these things right look dude i think if you poked your eye out you are not playing basketball again true and that's why horace and harvey wore goggles you know what I'm saying because you just never know but yeah. i'm
0: wearing goggles from here on out <laughs> man.
1: but yeah just to i don't know like i I I love Nurkic. Um and you know, for 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 what he is, you know, granted he's he, he's not the best center, but Dame loves to play with him. He's really good at DHOs and pick and rolls and stuff like that. And you can't teach chemistry. Yeah, and you can't teach chemistry, you know, like either it comes or it mm-hmm. doesn't. Granted, yes, the guy is sometimes soft. I get it. But you know, he's he's a good passer. He's a He's. When's the 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 last time you think we've had is, is good as good a center as Nurkic? Uh, um. Who Who would you take over him? You think
0: over him, like like through the years? Yeah. of Robo- Blazers? I mean, um, there's
1: there, there's Rolo. There's. Uh, I
0: wouldn't. I look. I wouldn't take Rolo mm-hmm. over Nurk. Mm-hmm. Um, Prisbilla. I loved Prisbilla. But on this team... Prisbilla is one of my favorite Blazers of all time. But on this team, Prisbilla... Look, if you're asking me if I would prefer to have Prisbilla on this team, (laughs) I would love to have Prisbilla on this team. Would I have him over
1: Nurk? Probably not. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's guys like... Rolo, it's guys like Plumley. It's guys like Prisbilla. It's guys, you know.
0: Look, you know what? If if Nurk had the athleticism as Plumley, one hundred mm. percent, yes. Yeah. Nurk, Nurk I, That's that's been my biggest gripe about Nurk. Besides yeah. his mental vacancies, mm-hmm. is I wish he was an athletic big because that's that's the style of play that we have always played with Damian on this team. Yeah. We need an athletic big, an athletic center. Somebody like DeAndre Ayton. Somebody like Mo Bamba. Somebody Mo like... Mo Dude, I would love Mo Bamba. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. Okay. Mo Bamba would be incredible. I mean, somebody like James Wiseman, even, who's a little less athletic than them. But yeah. James Wiseman would be cool, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, Someone, obviously, a Rudy Gobert would be good. That'd be awesome. Uh, someone like, like JaVale McGee uh Like the Marcus Camby type, the Marcus Camby uh, prototype is what we need on this team. Marcus Camby would be amazing on this
1: team right now.
0: Yes, that honestly, that's probably the last good center we had on this team or on the Blazers. And that was what
1: two thousand eight, two thousand five. Wasn't that long ago? <laughs> I mean, I I don't even know, Dang. but. I'm just thinking about, you know, some of the, the last centers, you know, we've had, you know, and it's, it's, it's guys, you know, like we just mentioned. And yeah, like Nurkic is not the best center. He's not the toughest center, but, you know, for, for where, what he is, he's serviceable. Um, he it, is, he is. And honestly, like
0: his contract is friendly. It's a friendly contract. Yeah. We're not paying him
1: too much. I don't think. No, it's not. It's not crazy. Uh, you know, at, at. At some point, one of these shows we're gonna have to debate about is Nurkic a top twelve center or or, <laughs> or, or top fifteen? Maybe we'll we'll give him more time, you know. But uh,
0: uh, I think he needs it <laughs> 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 after after the last game. I think he needs a little more time, and which I think that's completely fair. I think all these guys need a little more time. So, if, 20 games, guys. 20 games. So if
1: if you could move him straight up, like contracts aside. Would you move him for Mo Bamba? Yes, straight up. Yes. Does Does Mo Bamba even start for his team? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no. I idea. don't care. I would take. Yes, I would.
0: <laughs> I would. Oh, that's so funny. Because that's the archetype, mm-hmm. right? Like that's that is the archetype you want on this team. Mm-hmm. You don't need a lumbering big. There are teams out there that play slower and need that lumbering big. Mm-hmm. This team needs someone who's going to get out there and run. They need a gazelle mm-hmm. for the for the center position. That's what I would love to see. And uh, there's no there's no hate for for Nerf. Yeah, I do no. not I do not dislike Nerf. No, we're not. I I appreciate his skill. I like what he brings to the table. I just think that his style of play doesn't necessarily match the style of the team
1: definitely yeah we're we're not hating on Nurkic, we're not hating on eubanks and telling him to go back to corvallis you know we're just saying that yo (laughs) like guys like you know
0: honestly i would love to see nurk play in minnesota next to cat okay i would like to see cat play the four and nurk play the five i think that would be a fun matchup
1: okay okay all right
0: a nice tandem there
1: okay <clears throat> Gary, where's this team going to finish? Ooh, way too early season predictions. Let's go. I would say, I think, I think this team finishes 40 and 42. I'm with that.
0: Maybe. No, I'm, I, somewhere around 500, I yeah. think, is where they're going to finish. 41
1: and 41, 42 or 40. Um but they don't get enough credit. Mm-mm. I
0: nobody's ever given them enough credit, and especially this season, they're not getting enough credit. No, I think they're they're going to be somewhere around five hundred. They'll probably make the play in. Let's hope they can move some pieces for
1: Wembanyama. <laughs> <Right. laughs> man. But but speaking of that, the Spurs might not win a game this year. <laughs> they might lose every single How many- game. How many teams do you think
0: are gonna go 0 82?
1: Oh man. Because because
0: Wim Wim is is a franchise changer.
1: Dude, that guy is so unreal. Like after that game, like the world was talking about him. Him and his teammate Steve. And um <laughs> and just the like you see teams already just packing it up game one the the spurs have nobody on their team yeah
0: yeah they have it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how many of these teams decide to just throw it all away this season pack it up and let's just change the course of our
1: history for the next 20 years but how how great honestly would it be i would love to see women easy play for somebody like pop honestly i mean for me
0: yeah it would be good for him as far as like cities though what city would you want to see him in
1: besides the rose city i mean definitely the the rose city but so i just think that i would i would strongly dislike to see him play for uh you know one of these franchises that are just known for killing guys and and you know not really Resurrecting their careers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like you you look at uh you look at the Spurs and the Spurs they had Jakob Podol star starting <laughs> Jay Sokin, Jeremy Sokin, he has red hair like like Rod- Sochan. Yeah, sure. Okay. Sochan, you could tell me anything. These guys <laughs> they have Doug McDermott on their team. Hey, don't hate on McDermott. He tries. Gorgie De... Dude. What did you just say? They have... They have... <laughs> Zach Collins is still playing? Wow. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. He, he played 12 minutes, had A assist and A, A point. Yeah, lock up uh, women easy on the Spurs. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Look, as far as cities are concerned, I would love to see him go to New York. I wouldn't. I would. I would like to see New York come back to prominence
1: that that poor city. I mean, they haven't <laughs> they haven't been good in so long, but what, yeah. What I did like to see was I like they had a really good game last night, you know. They played yeah. they played down to the wire. Uh Brunson played well, Randall played played well. They actually looked like a real team and it was nice to see them out there com- competing. Uh you know, mm-hmm. it's it, it's rather unfortunate they don't have the best owner, but beyond that, yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. Anyway, it's going to be fun to see how many teams tank from Wimbenese. Mm-hmm. It's going to be it's gonna be a fun season. The Blazers look pretty good. There's obviously some question marks. There's a lot of positives. A mm-hmm. lot of positives on this team. And it's, it's going to be fun watching them this season. Blazer fans, Rip City, welcome back to Blazer basketball. Let's get it this season. It's going to be fun. But shout out... To my co-host, Gary Hassan, it's always a pleasure having you on. Shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you. Our listeners, Twitter followers, social media followers, really, really, and Bucket Busters. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter at BustedBucket with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, subscribe, and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time. On the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening. And that's that.